Shalom Aleichem, on behalf of Teach 613, we welcome you to take 10 for Talmud. Kiddushin Samech Dalit, Kiddushin 64a, pagination is 127. We're starting from the Mishnah, which is in the middle of the wide lines. Misha Omar Bishas Misaso, a person, a man, is saying at the time of his death, Yeshli Bonim, I have children. Neman, we believe him. Yeshli Achim, I have brothers, Eino Neman, he's not believed. What are we referring to? What's the ramification of these statements that he's believed by children and not believed by the statement of brothers? So we're dealing with a person who is married. His wife is going to survive him. And the question is whether she will be able to remarry upon his death. What's the concern? The concern is the mitzvah of Yibo. If it turns out, or if it's true, that he does not have sons, does not have children, and he does have a brother, then she is zekuka liyavam, she has to do the procedure of chalitza at the very least, or possibly yibum, with the living brother. And for right now, that means that she's not permitted to marry into the general population. If, however, he does have a child, or does not have a brother, then upon the death of this man, she becomes permitted as an almana, as a widow. Going back to the Mishnah, when he says, Yeshli Bonim, I have children, Nemon, he's going to be believed that he has children, and she's not going to have to wait to be concerned about a living brother that she still has to do something with. If, however, he says, Yeshli Achim, I have brothers, Eino Ne'eman, because that's going to lock her in to a waiting period, and he's not believed to require that of her. Once, once he dies, she becomes free from this marriage. Why is there a distinction between saying that he has children and we believe him, or saying that he has brothers and he's not believed? So the Gemara initially reacts, Alma ne'eman lahater ve'ein ne'eman le'esar. It seems that the words of the dying husband are accepted for leniency to allow her to go free, and they're not accepted to lock her in longer than his lifetime. Skip down to three lines up from the bottom. Amar Abaye, Abaye explained, We're talking in a case where we do not have any knowledge of brothers and we do not have any knowledge of sons. So, upon the husband's death, if there are no brothers, the fact that there are no sons doesn't concern us. It's not relevant. If he does have sons, 
so then she definitely will be freed upon the husband's death because if he does have children, even if there was a brother, she would be freed. Yibum is only lahakim shame when the husband did not leave any children from any marriage, from any relationship. Since the Chazaka is that he does not have sons or brothers, Omar, if he says, Yesh Libonim, I have sons, Nemon. We're fine with that. It's not going to change her status. Her status is that upon his death, she's expecting to go free from the marriage. Yesh Achim, but if he says, I have brothers, that's a game changer. He's trying to change her status. Upon his death, she's not going to go free. Eino Nemon, he's not believed. He does not have the strength to change the expectation, which is that she's going to go free to the general population to be able to get married. And he can't do that. He can't change that status. Everything is based on what the working assumption was until this point. Sons reinforces her status that upon his death she's free to marry. Brothers is changing her status and therefore is not believed. You would need witnesses to prove such a thing. The Gemara Namid Beis continues and considers another case. What would happen in a case of Muxak Lan Ba'achi if we know that he has brothers, Velo Muxak Lan Bevani, and we do not know anything about children? So his statement that he has children is a game-changer. It's setting her free from the marriage upon his death. The Amrinon, in such a case, we would actually believe him, the Gemara suggests, because Mali Lishakir, why would he lie? Maika Omar, what is he accomplishing by saying, I have sons, Lemiftere Miyavam, to absolve her of a relationship with a living brother. Matsi Omar, he could just as well have said, la I will free you through a get. And since he has a migu, an alternative way to accomplish the same thing, we believe what he's claiming. He's claiming that he has children. He could have accomplished freeing her by giving her a get now during his lifetime, and then she would not be locked in to a relationship with the Yavam, the living brother. The Mefarshim in Shochan Aruch, Simen Kuf Nun Vav, Seif Vav, contemplate a number of cases, some of them from the Rishonim, questioning exactly how far we can take this migu, this concept of mali l'shaker. Why do you think I'm lying? If I wanted to accomplish it, I could accomplish it by giving her a get right now. Number one, what would happen if he literally did not have strength to deal with a get procedure? They would have to start asking him his name. They would ask him 
if he consents to the get, if he's making a shaliach to write the get. It's a little bit more of a procedure. What would happen if he literally doesn't have strength for that? He's a shchiv meirah, he's deathly ill, and he gets out one statement. The statement is, by the way, I have children. Is that sufficient to be able to accommodate his claim and free her upon his death in this second case that the Gemara is considering that we knew that he had brothers, but we knew nothing about children. Perhaps, if he's on his deathbed already, so far gone in his illness, he doesn't have strength to argue, I could have done a get. Doesn't have the the strength to do the get and therefore to argue as such. Pischei Tshuva considers another possibility. Yesh lehistapek, we can wonder, Isharya lekohen, if such an argument will free her that she's allowed to marry even a kohen. Let's keep in mind that if she becomes free from the husband's death, then she has the status of an almana, a widow, and she's allowed to marry a regular kohen. There's a restriction on a Kohen Gadol to marry her, but a regular Kohen she could marry. If, however, he would have freed her through a get, she would not be permitted to a Kohen. Will this Migu free her to the point that we accept his testimony that he has children and frees her not only from the Yavam, because they're children, but also frees her to the point that she could marry even a Kohen. After all, the strength of his argument was, I could give a get. Yeah, but if you would give a get, she wouldn't be free to a Kohen. Likewise, the Pischei wonders, what about in a case of Ones Umotsi Shemra, a case where the husband's relationship with her is such that he's not allowed to divorce her? Is he able somehow to get this level of trustworthiness to be able to claim that he has children? Yeshe thank you for joining.